0: Hello, it's Nia and Trent from the Trident Network's Tournament Podcast. We just wanted to pop in and tell you about the Pod, where each week we pit different pieces of pop culture against each other in a March Madness-style tournament. We try to cover everything, from movies to TV shows to music to random stuff, like our hotly contested Best Pasta Shape Bracket. You can listen to the tournament podcast and all other Trident Network shows wherever you get your podcasts. We hope you'll become an attorney at Pod soon enough. And remember, may the the thing thing with with the most votes win. You too cool for us, huh? Maybe I should whoop you in some basketball to show you a thing or two, huh?
1: Excuse me? You, me, one game of horse. You're kidding, right? I arc my jumpers at 48 degrees, launched with 14 pounds of force. I bank most of my shots off the backboard using the simple formula of tangent X times cosine Y, where X and Y relate to the height and angle of my initial shot. Using the backboard as a matrix, of course. And if you accept my challenge, Mr. Smart Mouth, you would lose to a little girl. Damn.
0: Hey Val. Hey Al. Welcome to D Commentary. Thank you. Welcome to you
1: and welcome to all of our listeners. Today we're talking about Alley Cat's Strike.
0: <laughs> If you don't know why we're doing that, it's because <laughs> you've never seen this movie.
1: <laughs> we were scatting and jazzing and like a big band. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Allie's already making me laugh so much I to clear my throat. Oh, my
0: <sighs> gosh. <sighs> well, I should preface today saying I am a I am a scratchy, uh, th- scratchy throat gal today, mostly because I was screaming at the Harry Styles concert on Friday, and it has... Uh, extended through the week <laughs> <laughs> a good reason to be scratchy oh yeah shout out to harry styles uh
1: our favorite listener yes anyway alley cat strike came out march 18th 2000 so we're still in the month-to-month release era alley cat strike was directed by rod daniel who we've already met before he directed genius
0: oh okay
1: and this was also filmed in I believe, in Toronto as well. So that would be his home base. Alley Cats was written by Gregory Pincus, and we will see him again. He wrote Quince. Oh, fun. We Mm -hmm. like Quince. Yeah. Big, big cast. I'll try and be as quick as I can. Kyle Schmid was Alex Thompson. Robert Richard was Todd McLemore, uh, who you might recognize from Coach Carter. At least that's the only thing I've seen. Or Cousin Skeeter. That's what Michael recognized him from. I had never Mm -hmm. seen Cousin Skeeter. Okay. Kaylee Cuoco was Elisa Bowers. Yeah. Yeah. Kaylee Cuoco is most well-known for Big Bang Theory, but she's most recently been in The Flight Attendant, and she's been in all kinds of stuff. She's been acting Yeah, for, she's great. Forever. Uh, Mimi Paley played Delia Grassi. Joey Welcotts played Ken Long. Matt McCoy played Kevin Thompson. Um, he was- the the dad who owned the bowling alley, he's been in a bunch of stuff. But most recently, Jack Ryan and Silicon Valley. Hardy Lynham played Principal Morris. Evan Noble played Leo, one of the two goons. Um, Gino Giacomini played Flip, the other goon. Tim Reed played Mayor Jeff Macklemore. Mm-hmm. Daphne. Maxwell Reed played his wife, Kathy McElmore. And fun fact about them, they are married in real life. In real life. Mm
0: -hmm. And he was the dad on Sister, Sister.
1: Yeah. And then uh, Daphne Reed, his wife, is best known for being the second Aunt Viv from The Fresh Prince of Mm Bel-Air. She was the replacement Aunt Viv. Philip Williams played Sweet Lou, (laughs) who unsurprisingly is mostly a voice actor. But he's been in other Canadian shows like Anne with a Knee. And he's been on at least one episode of Murdoch Mysteries.
0: Yeah. Remember back. Murdoch,
1: Murdoch Mysteries <laughs> friend. Um, okay, the synopsis is short.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Teen misfits are thrust into the spotlight when their bowling prowess lands them in the midst of an interschool contest. I think that's a pretty it's
0: I think that's pretty fair. Yeah,
1: that's a very succinct, accurate synopsis. I
0: approve. I mean, thrust is a weird vocab choice, but like, it's not wrong. It's not wrong.
1: They were thrust into it. Yeah. Uh, Al, what were your,
0: uh, first impressions of Alley Cat Strike? Yeah. First impressions were fine. I don't know what it is about some of these movies in this like 2000s era, but I feel like some of them just feel old. Hmm. And they feel older than some of the other ones we watched, like the way that it was filmed, the way that like the cinematography just felt like it wasn't shot in 2000, uh, where you look at like Brink and it kind of felt like, oh, yeah, that feels appropriate. But I don't know. There was something about it that just like felt very old. Um, I thought that it was kind of like, like this is not the right word, but like sticky throughout the plot Mm -hmm. And it wasn't really very well acted. No, it was not. Um, It was (laughs) like a really gimmicky plot. So I'm going to give this movie like a five out of ten because it wasn't like I don't regret watching it, but I don't know that I ever need to watch it fair had you seen this one i think i had but i really didn't remember anything about it i did audibly gasp when i saw kaylee cuoco so um (laughs) um yeah i think i had seen it because i like remember the the poster i remember Mm -hmm. that i don't remember much from it Fair. seems kind of like the color of friendship where they didn't really get good pull from this one so they didn't really air it very much
1: See, that's interesting
0: because I've seen this one almost as much
1: as I've seen
0: Brink Whoa. and Johnny Tsunami. Really? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm.
0: I wasn't expecting that. What are your first impressions, Val? Did you watch this one over the core?
1: Um, I did not. I don't think. Uh, it's It didn't come back to me the way that the ones that I'd watched did. I So okay. it, it's possible I did and I just wasn't paying as close attention. But yeah. Um, I don't think I did. But I've definitely seen this one many times. I've seen it a lot. But what's interesting, and this is another reason why I don't think I watched it during the pandemic, is because watching it this time, I was like, Jesus Christ, this is terrible. And I remember liking it when I watched it when I was younger. So between then and now, something changed. And I think it's just that I've gotten older and can appreciate acting and like actual narrative storytelling. Right. (laughs) Like, you know, before it was just kind of like, Oh yeah, I can kind of identify with these people and their teen problems, you know, and like bowling is fun and competition's exciting, you know, and that kind of thing. And it's like, now it's like, yeah, this is just really bad. Like even Mm -hmm. the people who are decent actors in this are like bad. (laughs) So it's also probably a factor of like the writing and the directing as well. But I didn't think the acting was bad in genius and it had the same director. And yeah. I don't I haven't seen Quince in a while, but I remember liking it. So the writing is the same, the same person. So right. I think most what of it made
0: this really bad.
1: Yeah. I think most of it comes down to the acting. And you know, it's interesting what you just said about like these last few kind of feel different. And I wonder if that is because they were making them every month. Probably. Like to make a movie every month, that is that's a lot like you have to really scale down the everything. Right. So Mm -hmm. it's just not going to get the same care and attention, even if it's a different team working on it. Like it's just not going to be the same as if you were making a movie, you know, once a year or once every six months even. So that might be factoring into this slump in your eyes. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, um, Al, did you have any quotes or moments that
0: stood out to you? Yeah. um, Okay. uh, I love the smell of rental shoes in the morning. Mm -hmm. Hey, it's the strange dudes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeehaw. I like that one. (laughs) Because it reminded you of four cents? Because I like using the cowboy emoji. Oh, right, right, right. You do use that one a lot. I use it a lot. Yeah. Um. One of my favorite moments was they introduced Sweet Lou, and I thought they said Sweet Lube. <laughs> I, I literally went back. I clicked the 10 seconds back to see if they were saying Sweet Lube. This game is closer than my shave this morning. <laughs> if you have beef with someone, settle it. Settle it in the alley. And the way that this was delivered you are getting pretty darn good. <laughs> that is how it was delivered. It wasn't like, you're getting pretty darn good. It was like, you are getting pretty darn good. <laughs> um, one of my other favorite ones that I have to mention before I throw it over to you was um, at 22 minutes in, we see the rivals. So that's not really a spoiler. We kind of talked yeah, about it. Yeah. <clears throat> So there's a rivalry going on and we see the rivals and in the background there's a guy who's like an extra who just says, "Yeah, yeah, you did it." Yeah. Great job And then they did the subtitles for it. So you're like, "Who is saying these words?" And it was so funny. That was the best part of the whole movie. That was my favorite moment. So don't watch this movie just just click to like 22 minutes and watch that part. I made Ryan watch it because I was like, you have to see this. (laughs) That's so funny. I wonder if he was like directed to do that. Mm. I was just confused because it kind of sounded a little muffled. Mm -hmm. So I was like, did they muffle him? Did he, did they VO it? Like I was just confused. I love the idea of an extra being 80 yard into the movie. Yep. (laughs) Val, did you have any uh, fave quotes or moments?
1: Um, I had some quotes. I don't know if I'd say fave, but um, the first thing I wrote down was don't let those clothes fool you. She's a great bowler, which made me throw up in my mouth because he was talking about Kaylee Cuoco, who wore like a lot of girly clothes and his implication was obviously that she's girly. Yeah, women can't bowl,
0: actually. Is what I've heard.
1: Yeah, that really, really bothered me. So that was cool. Uh, And then there were a few lines where, like, they were, I think, inadvertently, like, insightful. Like, Mm -hmm. at one point, someone said, sometimes love and money don't go hand in hand, which I was like, that's hitting real close to home right now. (laughs) (laughs) um and another one that was like it's a computer guys it's not real (laughs) which I was like yes more people need to hear that on a regular basis Yep. um I liked haven't you ever heard of Backstreet Boys Savage Garden Aerosmith haven't you ever heard of Keely Smith Louis Prima or Sergio Mendez
0: I was like okay so that's our that's from the beginning uh where we were scatting Yes, They listen to a lot of swing music yes. during.
1: These teen outcasts, as they've been explained to be in the synopsis, were
0: thrust upon the swing music. Yeah, they love the, th- the they thrust. thrust
1: themselves into the swing. Um, they dress retro and they uh, listen to swing music. They'd fit in great these days. Mm-hmm. They really would. Um, I liked this. That's how leaders work. <laughs> Because that's how you say that. <laughs> um, another, like, just beautiful insight. <laughs> different isn't necessarily bad. It's just different. <laughs> this makes me worried for Quince. I know. Uh, another actually insightful one. Where do you get off telling us how we feel? I liked that one. Yeah. Um, I liked this expression. Splits or strikes, we're going to be okay. Oh, I like that. Another uh,
0: shirt that I would wear.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. Um, <clears throat> and then this one was very sad. You could have the worst game of your life tomorrow and your friends would still care about you. That's so cool. That was just very sad. Yeah. Todd really surprised me in this movie. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, those are my quotes. I don't have a ton more to say about this. I was really bummed because I really liked this movie when I watched it growing up and it it, it truly is just that the acting is horrifyingly bad in this movie. That's real bad. You know what really bothered me? And I think this maybe was like what at least for me like led to it being less good is Mm -hmm. that that over like the narration, his narration and like the freeze frames
0: explained
1: everything
0: like they made it would have been better without the narration right
1: like show don't tell it's a freaking movie like right we don't need to hear like they literally could have just removed every single bit of his narration and we still would have known exactly what was going on right what the dynamics were between all the characters what the takeaway was at the end of the movie we don't need him to tell us what we should have learned from watching this movie
0: right well and It was like, and I was feeling sad at this moment. It's like, yeah, we can tell from your face. Well, if you were a good actor,
1: maybe. He was like, he would like smile at the weirdest moments. Like Okay, okay.
0: (laughs) Some of us smile at weird moments. Oh, I smile
1: at weird moments too, but if you're an actor in a movie, when you're supposed to be upset with someone, you shouldn't be smiling. Uh yeah,
0: I don't know. It was um man, I wanted to like it. I wanted to like it and I this was a movie where I had to stop watching halfway and pause and come back to it later because I I was like I can't do this all at once and it was only an hour and 27 minutes (laughs) um I wanted to like it I I we I kind of mentioned it earlier but like Todd really surprised me throughout we'll kind of talk about like why when we get into spoiler city but um yeah, I, I think the, the the not liking the movie really boils down to the acting. But even so, some of the writing was just a little, like, sometimes bad writing is bad writing. And even a good actor can't really do much. I mean, like... Agreed. You've seen certain movies of some of your favorite actors where you're like, what the fuck? You know, so... The Star Wars prequels. <laughs> yeah, that I'm like... I feel like in my head, I'm kind of thinking, like, Will, some Will Smith movies. Mm. Where it's like... No matter who said it, like you know, he's a great actor, but like some yeah. movies he's in, it's like that's a bad movie. It's not Will Smith's fault. Totally. Um, I don't know why. I don't know why he specifically comes to mind. But, I don't know, but he does. Any other um, things to mention before we had to spoiler City Val? I don't think so.
1: I think I'm ready to go. Yeah, yeah, me too. And now it's time for a word from one of our sponsors. Don't want to talk about the weather or the pandemic. Us either. No Wrong Answers is a conversation card game where you can ask life's least pressing and most important questions. Why talk about vaccination rates when you can debate questions like which cereal mascot would be the best kisser? No Wrong Answers was created by comedians and self-proclaimed world's best small talkers. And it's great for everything from dinner parties to Zoom happy hours. And since all the prompts are rated PG-ish, it's even good for classrooms. We can't believe it either, but the holidays are coming up. And you know what makes a great gift? No wrong answers. Save yourself from all those awkward conversations and just throw these cards down instead. For every purchase, a portion of the proceeds go to the Greater Chicago Food Depository. So not only will you have a great time, but you'll also feel good playing this game. Listeners of the Trident Network can use the code TRIDENT for 10% off their purchase. Just go to NoWrongAnswersGame.com and use Trident at checkout for 10% off your purchase. No Wrong Answers. Fun talk, not small talk. All right, folks, we have our tops off. We're wearing our bowling shirts, but they're open and we are in spoiler city. Roll those balls, Al. (laughs)
0: Oh, my God. All right. We're rolling the balls. (laughs) Was I as good as Sweet Lube? Sweet Lube?
1: Yeah. Was I as good as Sweet (laughs) Lube?
0: Welcome to Spoiler City, everyone, where we spoil the movie for you so you don't have to watch it if you don't want to. All right. Welcome to Alley Cat Strike in the beginning. We have like intros of kind of like who everyone is. Our narrator, Alex, is kind of an outcast with his three friends who are big bowling people and his dad owns the bowling alley. And we see how there's like the jock whose name is Todd and he's got his little goons. Um, and they're like the stars of campus. Val, are they in high school or middle school? They're in middle school, which is just makes this even more ridiculous that this is such a big deal. Yeah. So this doesn't make any sense. And I hate this movie. So, um, Definitely, um, they are more old school. Like they wear a lot of like thrifted clothes, a lot of like old fashioned like bowling outfits, like with the big block, like colors and things 50s. like that. Very like, 50s. 50s. Yeah, there we go. So they're kind of like the opposite of a sports team. They kind of just like do it for fun. They're part of the bowling club, but it's definitely not like going to a football game, things like that. Um, so then we end up at the pep rally and everyone's there. And of course they go because they're part of the school. We learn that the basketball team is kind of fighting for the Apple trophy. The Apple trophy is the trophy between West Appleton, where we find Alex and Todd and our friends from middle school against East Appleton, where they fight for this trophy every year, every while of like who wins more things so if the the west appletonians one of my favorite things ever said in this movie um (laughs) when like the golf outing then they get a certain amount of points and then if the softball team from east appleton wins and so blah blah so basically they're tied
1: Mm -hmm. and it's coming down to
0: this basketball game
1: and they're merging the schools so this is the last time that someone can win this that's the big reason why everyone's so freaked out about it. Did you miss that completely?
0: Yeah! (laughs) I knew they were building a new school. I thought it was just an extra school. No!
1: They're merging the two middle schools. So, like, whoever wins forever has won. (laughs) And has, like, the cred of winning. That's why everyone's so freaked out about it. Okay, this makes this is stakes are so much more higher now. <laughs> but it, they are. They're appropriately high stakes, but they make yeah. absolutely zero sense for two middle schools that are not in the same town, and middle schools at all to be making this big of a deal of it. Right. Anything. I have that as like a
0: comment for after <laughs> of like why does this boil down to middle school? Right. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> okay, so there are a rat pack of cute. Tiny friends, runs into the jock and his goons, and they're like, ha sports. And they're like, ha you're strange dudes, literally. That's why I said strange dudes earlier. Um, and then we get the the opening quote from Val and I at the beginning of the pod. Mm-hmm. Um, then we see the basketball game is happening, and the, it's down to the wire. The coach is yelling, all of these things. And then the game ends up tied
1: no they win but that oh, they means win that so the then the they're tied, tied for the tro-
0: mm-hmm. trophy okay so that's why it was you know if we tie and uh we kind of we then take a scene back to the to the bowling alley where dad is alex's dad is the owner of the bowling alley and mom's not there because grandpa's sick and um but no one's coming to bowl because it's the t- it's the 2000s baby people have PlayStation, okay? They're not coming to bowl. So mm-hmm. they're it's like they're there alone a lot, and so they p- practice a lot, and they're getting really good. We see basketball wins, and then we meet the mayor, who is Todd, the star of the team, um, his dad, so the mayor is like, "Oh, Todd, you're so cool and so fun and my perfect son, and you're so sporty, you're sporty spice." Um, and they're like, "Okay, well, you need to like win, but well, we don't know what the win is yet because they're tied. Some some kind of thing is going to boil down. You probably already know what it is based off the title of the movie and what we've been talking about this entire time." <laughs> So then we have mayor versus mayor drama. We have the West Appletonian mayor, which is Todd's dad. And then this other random mayor guy, which is Mayor Hamburg, which the whole time I thought they, hamburger thought they were saying hamburger, which would have been way more fun. (laughs) Um, So then the East Appletonians decide that bowling is what it's going to boil down to because it's the only thing that they haven't really. It's the
1: only thing on the list of tie-breaking sports that both
0: Schools have teams of. Yeah. So they couldn't pick like swimming if one school didn't have a swimming. Right. So they both have a bowling team. So this is what it's going to boil down to. Mm-hmm. Um, they look through to see who's on the bowling club and we find out that the star fo- uh, basketball players, star football, like the star of the entire school, Todd, actually was signed up for bowling club. We find out one of his goons like secretly signed him up as a joke. <laughs> but then now, since he's a part of bowling club, he has to participate. Mm-hmm. And so then uh, Todd ends up going to the bowling alley. Mayor goes to the bowling alley, and we see um, Alex's dad, the owner of the bowling alley, and the mayor kind of snicker at each other about something. And we're like, "Hmm, what's going on there?" And yeah, you they obviously clearly don't like each other. Clearly don't like each other, but you obviously know something happened with the Apple Trophy mm-hmm. because we're adults and you can put context together. <laughs> <laughs> So at the beginning of bowling, we see that Todd is a terrible bowler. And so the Todd and Alex rivalry kind of still ensues of like, you suck. And he's like, but I'm the golden child, but I'm going to keep practicing. And the team, the teammates are like the Kaylee Cuoco and the Delia. And I don't remember the third guy's name. Ken. Ken. So we see his like his really good friends, um, like the four of them, Alex and his friends are just like not for Todd being on the team and they kind of have to deal with him. And there's still that rivalry that we see. Then Todd and Alex are are like, oh, well, we should go kind of like spy on East Appleton to see how they're doing. So they go over there and then we see Sweet Lube show up um, and give uh, the fan. He's a fancy bowling coach. Wait, um, <clears throat> and- you Sweet Lube shows up at the bowling alley. He shows up at the, the East Appleton bowling alley to help them. Uh, no, no, no. That's a different person. That's a totally different person. Fancy bowling coach.
1: Yeah, that's not Sweet Lou. Sweet Lou is the announcer. That's the cousin of Mayor Hamburger, who's a professional bowler. His name is Whipsaw McGraw.
0: Oh. Well, he's Sweet Lou now. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So Whipsaw is the fancy bowling coach that showed up. um, But he is... Like kind of like that that actual like real life bowler. There's like a video of him winning and he literally like gets the strike and goes, who is I am. And it's so funny. It's honestly one of the best sports moments of all time. <laughs> um, I, I will show you later. Um, it's amazing. That's so funny. <clears throat> OK, so Whipsaw McGraw shows up, helps the other team and Alex and Todd get caught by the East Appletonians. And then Todd kind of like saves him. Um, And Alex offers Todd help of like, I'll help you get better. And then Kaylee Cuoco is worried about losing Alex to the cool crowd. And then the stakes are raised in the bet. So it's not just um, you win the trophy, you get to name this new school because they're going to be combined. So the the stakes are raised, which is then why I wrote down, why does this rely on middle school? Mm Mm-hmm. So then we kind of start to see Alex start to go off with Todd more than with his friends. Mm-hmm. And they plan a big party to get bowlers there and like save the, the bowling alley. And mm-hmm. and dad then as a weird aside is like, oh, I got my real estate license just in case I lose the bowling alley. And then, then it never came back. <laughs> um and then that's when we find out that um that 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 somewhere between the East Appletonian moment. And now Alex went to a party with Todd at the cool kid's house. Yeah.
1: So like as, as Alex is helping Todd sort of become better at bowling and Todd is sort of helping Alex because Alex is sort of the de facto co-captain, right? So like he has to go with Todd when they go talk to sweet Lou on the radio and stuff like that. So they've just sort of become friends. Yeah. And so Todd like invites Alex to a party because he's, I don't know, trying to be nice, trying to include him or just make him feel special so that he cares about the bowling team winning yeah. or whatever. For whatever reason, he invites him to this party. So then they start to become friends, or at least that's what Alex thinks. And then he, like, tells his real friends that he'll, like, meet them at one point, and then he doesn't. Like, he, like, goes and
0: ends up hanging out with Todd instead. And so... um, We find out that the mayor and the Alex's dad used to be friends and that actually their rivalry is stemmed from, uh, one of them making a mistake in the baseball game that ended that, that lost them the trophy that year. And both of them blame it on the other one of like bad throw, bad catch type Mm -hmm. thing. Um, It's always a bad throw. I'm just gonna put that on there. He can't. He can't catch a bad. You can't catch it if it's a bad throw. As Um, an avid softball player, Alex. As an avid theater league softball player. Um. So then Todd is training with Alex, and the friends are like, "Okay, like he's spending a lot of time with them." Todd is seen as the captain, but like Alex is like, "Okay, this is weird," and. And throughout this, like we said, Todd actually surprises us of like, Todd actually is really nice and Todd actually works really hard and is getting really good. And, and, does everything with good intention when in the beginning you think that he's kind of like an asshole and he's doing it with bad intention, but he's mm-hmm. actually like really well intentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, so then they have the party at the bowling alley, and Alex isn't there, which is really weird because it's his dad's bowling alley, but then he comes out in style <laughs> wearing a shirt, pants, and sunglasses.
1: Yeah, well, he's not wearing his normal like bowling shirt.
0: Oh, yeah, pose.
1: cool, cool, cool. That he's wearing sense. like oversized sweater oversized clothes. Khaki pants
0: yeah <laughs> so his friends are mad they're mad at him and then alex like chases after all of the the cool jocks and they hear him talking kind of about like mean about him being like oh we don't want to hang out with him anymore after this and like once we win we won't have to ever talk to him again and so he kind of like it's the the wind snapped back into him and i wrote alex quits does he actually quit
1: uh, yeah. Well, he like storms out. He's like, I'm done. Because like, yeah, he thinks Todd wasn't there in that conversation where they're like shit talking Alex. Um,
0: but I think Alex sort of assumes that Todd's Todd been... feels the same way. So then um, Todd talks to Kaylee Cuoco and she realizes, wow, you're actually like a real human being. You're not that bad. And Todd apologizes to Alex. Al- Alex apologizes to his friends. And then we get to the final showdown where they're tied going into like the very end and Alex gets three strikes and then it's up to the last person they get three strikes too. So they're up by like a little bit because of the way that bowling math works. So Todd needs at least a spare to win. And um, then he gets a seven, 10 split. So that means that like there's one on the very end of each other. So there's Mm -hmm. like everything in the the middle is gone, but there's like back row is there. Um, And then finally, we see Delia, who has this entire time said, I don't want to bowl. I don't want to bowl. I don't like the pressure. Is like, I can do this. And they're like, really? But once you sub, you can't sub out. Granted, it's the last thing. It was like a huge thing of no subs. And then they didn't talk about it the entire until the last like four (laughs) seconds of the movie. It was stupid. So she grabs her ball she licks her finger as if she's testing the wind <laughs> in a my germaphobic worst nightmare in a bowling alley <laughs> things you will never do in a bowling alley anymore after COVID is eat and then lick your fingers and roll a bowling ball <laughs> um things i can't believe anyone did but war and then she like sits on the ground spins it like a bunch of times kind of like if you were to spin a basketball on your finger she kind of spins it like that and then mm-hmm. pushes it down the alley And physics happens and she knocks over both pins and West Appleton wins. And then they were going to be able to name it West Appleton Middle School. But they decided because they are great children that they're going to name it Appleton Central.
1: Mm -hmm. And Todd tells his dad what for.
0: Oh, yeah. Todd was. Yeah. His mare dad was kind of like meanish. Not meanish. He was just like passionate about winning.
1: He was Um, putting everything on his son to mm-hmm. like win for his ego like all of these things and it's like he couldn't enjoy himself because
0: he and felt i really and, i mean i admire todd again from that too because he was able to stand up to his dad and not everyone can do that
1: totally so it was a very like manufactured situation yeah there were so many times where i was like <laughs> i literally wrote in all caps Nobody high fives this much like uh, there were so many times where like you'd see people from far away or there'd be like a montage or something and like all these people have their arms around each other and are high fiving and like all this stuff. It's like this is not how people interact interact <laughs> ever like yeah. I was this age at this time never in my life did I just walk down the street with my arms around all my friends high fiving them constantly yeah, or like
0: <laughs> down the hallway in school. Yeah. No. There was like
1: a lot of touching, which was like an interesting choice.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I also at the end wrote "There's a mom" <laughs> because
0: the whole they literally do not mention her the entire movie. No, and- they mentioned that she. They said that mom's um, mom's helping grandpa. He's sick. When and did they say shows that? up? Oh, like three times. Oh, and I'm then he was totally like, I talked, to mom. I talked to mom on the phone. I, that's the
1: first time I, mm-hmm. I noticed. So that story. was the
0: second time they mentioned her. And then I oh, think her okay. third arrival is there. And then when they move the camera and they're all hugging, you see grandpa on crutches.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. I missed that completely. Uh, uh, it's I, okay.
0: I missed one of the biggest plot points of the movie. So it's okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what I didn't miss was when mom gets there and greets dad it was like they were cousins. Like it was the most awkward, weird. Or she's interaction. been gone for many
0: moons. Val taking right. care of the phone. They've father. never
1: met before,
0: so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were an arranged marriage.
1: <laughs> totally. Yeah. So, I like what annoys me the most about this movie, and I think I said this earlier, is that it actually has a good message. It's talking about like the difference between like enjoying something. And making it have to mean more than that. And, like, Mm -hmm. it also talks about, like, pursuing your dreams versus, like, having to make money. Like, there's a lot of, like, real, very relatable things that are going on in this movie. But then it's couched in this absolutely ridiculous overly done manufactured bullshit and it's such a shame because it's a good message and it's a yeah. fun idea too. like the idea that like the bowling nerds like all of a sudden have to win the trophy for the whole team for the whole school like that is a yeah. fun idea in concept they just didn't execute it well at all
0: right yeah I don't know there was just something that just felt like it was kind of half-assed yeah yeah I would agree with that um And, you know, at the time, I'm sure it was really fun and really great. It's just not for, you know, late 20s, early 30-year-olds.
1: Yeah, but, you know, unlike a lot of the other ones where it's like, I saw this when I was younger, and so I can give it some grace. Like, this one, I just really had a hard time with it. Yeah. For whatever reason. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't really have too much... I don't know. I just think it's weird that they, like, relied on the middle schools. Because if any, if you're going to rely on any kind of school, I feel like it'd be a high school. 100%. And that makes more
1: sense, too. Like, two towns would not merge a middle school. Two towns no. might merge high schools if they both don't have enough students. Right. So... And, and like also high schools do have those kinds of rivalries where they like pass a trophy back and forth. I also had that at my, I went to Indiana university and we had that with Purdue.
0: Like yeah. We I went to Mississippi state and yeah. we had it with Ole Miss and we had the egg bowl.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like. Uh, that that in concept makes perfect sense. That exists. They didn't invent that. But like to create right. that between two middle schools and to have it mean so much that these two adult men still hate each other because of some error that they made when they were 13 in a baseball right. game. Like, that's not a thing. No. <laughs> that's absolutely it's really not, not a thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The most adult person in this entire, the two most adult people in this entire movie were Todd and... Elisa, which was, yeah. um, what's Kaylee her name? Cole. Kaylee Colgo's character. Yeah. Um, everyone else. Mm, not so much. No. Well, should we just move on to bingo then? I think we really should. All right, let's do it. <laughs> let's just do some bingo. Awesome. Uh, one hit wonder song. I don't think so. There was a lot of music in this and the, there was all, a lot of
0: music in this.
1: All of the swing music for the most part was from the same person. So it's obviously not a one hit Wonder. It was the Bill yeah. Elliott Orchestra, in case mm-hmm. anyone was curious. Although,
0: I feel like they like, I looked up the Alley Cat Strike song. Yeah. I just feel like that is a song that was written for this movie. Okay. I thought it
1: was a Bill Elliott song, but I could be wrong.
0: I don't, I, I don't I, I could know. very well be wrong. Let's I mean, just, I could
1: too. Let's, neither one of us wants to look it up. So let's just count it Truly. as one hit, one hit wonder.
0: Well, Mark, and if anyone... I, has beef with us settle it settle it in the alley yeah we'll settle it in the alley all right breaking the fourth wall or looking into the camera no uh they came close
1: with some of those freeze frames but he didn't actually look into the camera so the
0: narration doesn't count as breaking the fourth wall
1: i don't think so because we've had narration in other movies okay and we didn't count it I I I didn't, I
0: didn't mark it. I'm just confirming.
1: Yeah. I think I'm confirming for the people who were asking. Totally. 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 There, there was a, there was a, a lot of freeze framing. And if like he had pulled an office and like looked at the camera before the freeze frame, then absolutely. Yeah. But he didn't, it just sort of would like freeze on the frame for absolutely no discernible reason. And then he would just start talking. Okay. Okay. Holiday themed. Nope. Clunky metaphor. Yeah, 7-10 yeah. split, baby, you can have fun and win if you do it right. Yeah, I think that's a fair, a fair assumption. Fair, okay. fair comment, yes. Great. Uh, parents who just don't get it. Yes to the mayor. Yeah, ma- the mayor is definitely a parent that just doesn't get it.
0: Yeah. Cool non-parent adult. Uh, the cafe lady? The cafe lady and sweet lube. Oh, yeah, sweet lube, of course. Yeah, because he did have some good narration in there. Or um commenting.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, someone too famous for a TV movie. I marked it I marked it for the mayor. Oh, okay. Yeah, and and Viv, I guess, too. Both of them mm-hmm. were. Yeah, you're right. You're right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Competition to resolve central problem. Yeah. We're gonna get to more of these in the yeah, in short will. order. Definitely. They're coming up. A montage sequence. Like five. Too many. Too many. Anytime they wanted to like move forward in time, they just did a montage. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Cliche villains. I I think there's a lot of cliche villains in this movie. Yeah,
1: like the the other team is played up like villains. His goons are like you know villains. Yeah, the mirrors are kind of like villains in their own way. Mm -hmm. There's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot. Uh, Clothes or items you owned. I mean, I probably owned like every outfit
0: that you had all those jeans. I know you you had all those jeans. I had I
1: in fact he Todd was for a period wearing these like green army green cargo pants and I had mm-hmm. exactly the same cargo. Pants. <laughs> oh <my> God, <laughs> That's so um, funny. But yeah, like a lot of like the sweater and the layering, like all of that stuff. Like a lot of delia wore I had yeah. like that was very much my aesthetic
0: I um, had a personalized bowling ball. (gasps) No, you did not. I did. It was blue glittery and it said Al on it. Were you on the bowling team? No, my dad bowled a lot for church. And so my sister and I would go all the time. And so for Christmas, we got bowling balls one year.
1: Oh my God. That's so cute. Do you Mm -hmm. still have it?
0: No, Okay. no, I don't think so. I mean, it might be in my mom's basement, but I think whenever we moved like out of my childhood home, we probably got rid of it. Okay. I'm not very good, but like it's it was like a fun thing to do. So when in 2000, when they're like, we're having trouble getting people in the bowling alley, I was like, I used to go all the time.
1: Yeah, I used to go a lot in like middle high school with my friends, but I really bowled a lot when I was a younger counselor at camp because Mm. on our nights out when we could when we weren't old enough to go to a bar there was you like nowhere else to go. So we go to the bowling alley and oh, bowl fun. and they had karaoke and, you know, like games and all kinds of stuff. So we'd just like hang out at the bowling alley, like every single night out. So yeah, we got pretty good. Like when we were CITs, our boss, um, he was a big bowler and his, one of his best friends was like a semi-professional bowler. And so he like on a night out as like a treat he had rooster his friend come and teach us how to bowl. rooster i know and whoever got like the highest score got a ice cream sundae and i got an uh, ice cream sundae
0: yay <laughs> val's a rock star <laughs> uh, rotten tomatoes 40 to 60
1: oh boy uh i'm gonna guess this is on the low end i'm gonna say 40 exactly
0: way off Uh-oh. oh what is it it's a 61. Come on. Yeah. Really? Yeah.
1: This movie is a 61? That offends my sensibilities. I know. So we don't get the
0: box and Val also cries tonight. Man, that bums me out.
1: Okay. Happily Ever After. I mean, yep. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, because they're like, we like each other. hmm Almost Kissing. I
0: wanted to
1: see that chemistry between Kaylee Cuoco and Alex, and it just wasn't there at all yeah
0: it wasn't there but it look, honestly like looked like Alex wanted to kiss every single person he was having a conversation with mostly because of the smizing so yes
1: he smized so much I th- I honestly thought he had more chemistry with Todd than he did with Kaylee Coco. yeah 100% um, so yeah there was nothing going on there and I yeah. I wonder I'm genuinely curious if that was intentional because like they might have just been like we don't want to make everything about Having a romantic connection with the only girl who's right. like girly in this movie, but it also could just be that they had absolutely zero chemistry whatsoever. I don't know.
0: Someone who became famous, Kaylee Cuoco. Oh yeah, she's great. Yep, she's great. Um, betraying of one's real friends or values, I would say yes. Yeah, Alex and the yeah the hip kids. Yeah, choosing
1: the cool kids over his pals i mean it's very light betrayal it's not like in uh brink where he like straight up lies to his friends right um but he just alex kind of gets seduced by yeah um, the trappings of being cool Mm -hmm. your childhood crush no i mean i definitely i thought the kid who played todd was handsome he was he
0: was one of my childhood crushes because of cousin skeeter
1: OK, see, I didn't mm-hmm. I only saw him like later in Coach Carter, mm-hmm.
0: who he's also so handsome in Coach Carter.
1: Yeah, he's just he's very good looking guy. He's got like beautiful eyes. Yeah, he's, he's a very nice looking person. But I don't remember in particular, like watching this movie and being like yeah. that Todd guy, you know, I don't think I had a reaction to it. Yeah. Really.
0: Yeah, I definitely did. All right. Well, it counts then. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Um, Obviously, bad special effects or stunts. I didn't really see any. The only things that I noticed were like when they were bowling, they were just showing the same shots of like the 7-10 split and the same strikes and the things like that. But that's not like special effects or stunts it's definitely it's just like obviously about editing right like they
1: yeah there was actually one time where they did that with an alex reaction too like they literally used they went to him he had a reaction they went back to the other person then they went back to him and he had the exact same Same reaction. reaction i was like what are you
0: doing yeah um so yeah i think that was more of an editing issue than like to add on really quick to like the bad acting too is sometimes you could see like um we're rolling and we're reacting now and then you would like see like <laughs> the, the one second yeah. later like i noticed that at the very end
1: yeah i felt that a lot in johnny tsunami with mm-hmm. his performance in particular and it's very possible that that was an issue here as well where yeah they we're just like not being directed well
0: yeah
1: um okay uh we've got our decom stars eric von denton kirsten storms ryan merriman kimberly j brown or Lawrence brother And that's a big N-O for that one. Yeah, nope.
0: A musical number? No. Val, it will always make it a better movie if it were a musical. (laughs) This would have been an 8 out of 10. I think it would have been neat to see
1: this as a musical if it were like all in the style of like... (gasps) <gasps> the, the like old
0: timey oh, yeah, that like, would have been so big cool. band
1: like stuff and then maybe like one number that todd does that's like modern music
0: oh wait should we cool. write
1: it okay should we write an alicantz musical
0: oh my god and put yeah. it up on tiktok yeah yeah ratatousical write it yeah to a musical
1: all right done done all right done.
0: done okay um magic nope There is science in this movie. Are we going to count science as the real magic? Mm, I don't think
1: so. Because it's not like magical. It's cool. Like what she does, what Delia does at the end. But it's, I I don't think it qualifies.
0: All right. Uh, Someone says the title of the movie. Uh,
1: In the song. In the song, yeah. But does that count?
0: I'm counting it.
1: In the 13th year, they did say the title of the movie. But if they hadn't, it wouldn't have even occurred to me to count the the song. Okay. All right. Fine. 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 You're right. You're right. <laughs> okay. Uh, Scooby Dude. So, I think in a way, Delia kind of Scooby Doo's this one. Yeah, I think you could make that argument.
0: That and if the if one of the issues is the winning of the trophy of like getting to name the school and like that, like the that's all on the kids. True. Not and so they, much a problem, but right. Like, I mean,
1: they do. I guess like they train Todd, um, which, by the way, I forgot to mention this earlier, but like when Todd is first bowling, he like doesn't even put his fingers in the holes. And I'm sorry, no person is that stupid that <laughs> they don't know that you put your fingers in those bowling like hole holes. like the bowling ball holes like Come on. Like, that was just the dumbest. I was like, he was like
0: throwing it and it was like bouncing across different lanes. Yeah.
1: Like he literally threw it like a discus. And I was just like, this is a bad directing choice. (laughs) Like he did not choose to do that. Someone told him to do that. And it was really dumb and out of character because he's actually really smart and really athletic. There is no way that that would have actually happened. Anyway. Um, Yeah, we can definitely count it as a Scooby-Doo. Right. Um, The heroes create the problem no uh lead is a fish out of water um i mean yes like todd is a fish out of water with the bowling kids and then alex is kind of a fish out of water when he goes and hangs out with todd's friends so
0: yeah yeah i marked it for both of those reasons yeah i think that's fair all right that is it and val B-I-N-G-O. We got one. Really? Where did really, we get really? it? We have our second line down. Cool non-parent adult. Someone too famous for a TV movie. Competition to resolve central problem. A montage sequence. And cliche villains. Oh my goodness. Strip. We, Alley Cat, sh- strike, striked our bingo square. Yeah, we did. Congrats. Thank you. You too. Thank you so much. Hey, you got a game for us, yeah? Yeah, this week's game is uh, inspired by... That my name is in the title of this movie, Alley Cat Strike. Okay. Because um, how cool would it have been if it was Alley Cat Strike? Um, so we're going to go through the list of names that I have been called that are not Alley while I've been at work. I have a list of them. Okay. What's the game? The game is reading the list of names <laughs> I have been called. What? Okay, we're going to start with our first one. We have Alicia Cat Strike. We have Holly Cat Strike. Natalie Cat Strike. Val's mad at me. I told her she'd be mad. Allison Cat Strike. Allie with an A L I Cat Strike. Allie with an A L L Y. A L L I Cat Strike. Allie cat strike. Okay, actually someone someone actually did spell it Allie. Like cat strike. Alison <laughs> spelled differently than the previous Allison Cat Strike. So if you're watching me do this, I have a list of names on my whiteboard here. <laughs> Alex Catstrike. This is a good one. Wendy cat strike. <laughs> what? Allie A-L-I-E Catstrike. Abby Cat Strike. <laughs> Alice Cat Strike. <laughs> Annie Cat Strike. Uh-huh. Ellie E L L I E Cat Strike. <laughs> that's like when I did the Russian accent. Ellie. Ellie. <laughs> Ashley Cat Strike. Ale A L L E. Because that's not Allie. <laughs> Julie Cat Strike. Abby, different than the other one before, i.e. Catstrike, Aaliyah, Catstrike, and uh, my favorite, Someone (laughs) Catstrike. These are all names I've been called over the phone or in an email while I've been at work. Val, which one's your favorite?
1: Well, I need, like, so why, like, I obviously understand all the ones that sound like Allie Mm -hmm. in some way. Yeah. But like, holly wendy like what the hell are people doing
0: yeah it's really cool um when they give a phone call i'm the only one who answers the phone and they say yeah i think i was talking to julie (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was um i was having a conversation with natalie last week actually and um, (laughs) and i'm like oh yeah natalie's great we love her (laughs) It's me. I am Natalie. <laughs> so this is the game. The oh game is God, making so fun funny. of all of the people who've tried to contact me. That's really funny.
1: You know what? I, I've i never worked in a, a context like that where I've had to answer the phones for a lot of strangers. Mm-hmm. So who knows if that would happen to me. But I've literally never been in a situation where someone has called
0: me the wrong name. So like if you go to Starbucks... Yeah, they just say Val. It's never once been like spelled wrong, said wrong. Wait, one time at Wingstop,
1: we love Wingstop. <laughs> my receipt Val. said like I think it just said V A G.
0: No, it's probably because your last name. <laughs> yes,
1: I know. Um, but yeah, that was on an actual receipt. I took a picture of it because it was so funny. That's so that was so the one funny. time where something like that happened to me.
0: Wow. Well, let us know if you get um, – so this will be our game for this week. We'll put it on Instagram. Let us know what yeah. names you've been called that you that are not your name or right. if it's spelled wrong all the time or if you get something else. Um, I, I I mean, a big reason why I started going by Allie is because people couldn't understand what I was saying when I said Al, or they would say that's a boy's name or how do you spell that? And so I just got really sick of it because I had been that way since kindergarten. So when I went to college, I switched to Alex. It was just so much easier. I didn't know that. mm -hmm. And so now like my close friends call me out. All of you are welcome to call me Al. It's what I prefer. So Allie's kind of more of like a stage name, I would say. Um. You have lit,
1: I've known you for years and you have never told me that. I don't really,
0: I don't really like offer it up. Like, I don't really say like, oh, my name's Allie, but you can call me Al. You know, like I don't, I don't think about it. Wow.
1: I've just been calling you Allie. Yeah, because. You put yourself in my phone as Allie. Yeah, because
0: that's how I introduce myself. (laughs) That's, that's, I don't, I don't change, I don't correct people. Right. The only person who I don't like calling me Allie is my mom. Because, like, that's weird. I'm like, don't call like, that's not for you. <laughs> like, like, it makes so me funny. want to throw up whenever she's like, oh, yeah, I'm Allie's mom. I'm like. <laughs> 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 that's really
1: funny. But, like, that- there are
0: some people who will probably hear this and be like, oh, I didn't. Like there, like, there will be a lot of people who will listen to this and be like, oh, I didn't know that that about her.
1: What wow. a interesting thing that I
0: did not know until just Yeah, now. so that's a fun game. It was a fun learn effect about <laughs> Allie Dime. <laughs> well, any last thoughts, Val, about the pod? About the movie? About Alley Cat Strike? About Ally Cat... Allie Ring Cat Strike?
1: <laughs> well, I love Allie Ring Cat Strike. Uh, she loves you. She's, uh, she's a doll. Uh, as always, we thank you very much for listening, and we always appreciate if you have a moment to tell a friend or to leave a review or to interact with us on social media or any number of other things or any combination of those things, we appreciate you.
0: Yeah. And if you didn't know, if you don't follow any of our social medias, um, we did hit a thousand downloads this past week um, with this past, uh, with the color of friendship pod. And we like, I don't even think there are words like to, to thank everyone. Uh, I, I told Val at the very beginning if we do this for five people every week it will it that's what matters we we let we hang out with each other we have a great time we get to rewatch these really fun movies and if only five people listened we would be grateful to have those five people every week Mm -hmm. so the fact that after 14 episodes we've had a thousand downloads I mean there aren't I mean, that's just incredible. We can't thank you enough for wanting to listen, for continuing to listen. Mm -hmm. And like we said on our social media posts, we can't wait to be there for the next, like, thousand downloads, 2,000 million. Like, all of these downloads. I don't know, what I don't even – I'm not even saying real words anymore.
1: Al's trying to not say that she made a really funny joke in our TikTok. (laughs)
0: be around for the next thousand years. So, um, we're grateful for the first thousand downloads and without you, we wouldn't have any downloads. Uh, we would actually have just, we would have two downloads every week if it was yep. just me and <laughs> so, that is We're really cool. grateful for you all. <laughs> um, are. and, uh, excited to have you all on the journey and let us know what you want to hear too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We are always open to feedback. If you have ideas for segments or games or, uh, if we should do bonus episodes of movies that aren't decoms, yeah, you hear it.
0: Let us know. Let We're us here know. for you, Val. Before we leave, this might be important for the end. Um, Zach did give me a piece of uh, a note of he doesn't like really go on social media, so he doesn't see what movie is coming next, and so he said maybe we could mention it at the end of the pod, like join oh, us next yeah. week for this. That's a great
1: idea. That is something well, we will add. What a great note. Yeah, thanks, friend of the pod, Zach. Thanks,
0: Zach. Um, so, <laughs> next week we will be watching Rip Girls. Mm-hmm. A new so, one for me. New one for Val. A potential new one for me. I have no idea. I just know there are blonde people in it. <laughs> <laughs> me, as, me as well. That's all I know. So, about join it. us for Rip Girls next week. And thank you again so much for listening. We absolutely adore you. Yes, we do. Bye, Val.
1: Bye, Al. This podcast was produced by me. And me. And it was edited by me. The music was composed by Michael McNally. You can find us online at thetridentnetwork.com slash dcommentaries hyphen
0: pod. And you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at dcommentaries.
1: dcommentaries is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com.
0: Disney Channel Original Movies.
1: Damn it, Ellie.